Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Jerry Swirls, and he is a professional wrestler. And I've had some others on my show that were in the wrestling industry. I had JTG, Kazarni, and some many others, uh, Elijah Burke. Um, and now I have on Jerry Swirls, and I know uh, Greg Gilbert got me in touch with you, and I'm so glad to have you on. How you doing, oh, Jerry? I'm doing great, Slasher. Thank you. Uh, all those yeah. names you just mentioned, actually, I've done a lot of shows with. JTG, right. I'm very I'm very close with him. Uh, Sid Modi, I've always traveled with him to do shows, uh, to do Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling. And Elijah Burke, I just recently was on the NWA as, his, uh, as a special ref- as a referee. As a referee right. in the main event for the end, Matt, for the, holding the 10 pounds of gold, which will air on a future episode of NWA Power. I can't say when. I just want to say I was privileged and honored for the Pope Elijah Bird to have gotten me that opportunity. That's so awesome. that's awesome. Yes. Thank you. And yeah. uh, shout out to Greg Gilbert. Uh, if you're watching this too, thank you for making this happen and making this possible as well. So this is uh, this is pretty cool. This is really cool. Absolutely. So the first question I got for you, how did you get your start into wrestling? Ooh, that is a great question to start out. Uh, I got my start in the professional wrestling business at a very young age uh, of 19 years old. And you can determine whether or not how old I am by this video, <laughs> but uh, no, <laughs> not too old. I uh, got in the wrestling business. Uh, I went, I believe it or not, uh, I was watching wrestling heavily. Uh, my father was used to be a wrestling promoter back in the day, and he booked wrestlers uh, for shows and stuff like that. Obviously, he's a promoter. Um, and long story short, I just slowly but surely gradually got into it. I went to a random indie show one time, uh, which happened to be ARW, Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling, which back then mm-hmm. was not as popular as it is today. Um, and I remember watching, and I remember thinking to myself, I. I'm going to do this one day. I feel like I'm going to step over this barricade and just jump in the ring. And, you know, there I am. I'm, I'm Jerry Storrs. It happened just all of a sudden, right? <laughs> no. Um, one more thing. Uh, I'll add on to one more thing. But it was um, it was a great – it was a lot to, lot to get into, to say the least. But, yeah, it was uh, that show that got me into the wrestling business, you know. That's the awesome. Of it. Thank you. Yep, I've been watching wrestling since the very first Monday Night Raw in 1993. Now I guess you could that can determine how old I am. Wow, <laughs> I, I had years old. Fun fact: time. I have the bet. I had the very best of Raw from 93 to 94, and if I can remember correctly, it aired January 11th, 1993. The main yep. event of that show was Shawn Michaels versus Max Moon for the Intercontinental Title. No, if I'm not. Nope. No. Close, I guess. That was the opener. Oh, wait, that was the opener. That's right. Uh, no, the main, the main event was uh, Yokozuna versus Coco Beware. No. No. Oh, my God. Undertaker versus Damian Demento. Oh, that's right. That, yes. I was, that, that was my next one. But I do know I have had that DVD. I, that is on record. And that should let you know how much of a historian I am in the business. Yep. <laughs> I've, I've been a big Undertaker fan, and he's actually going in the Hall of Fame this year, which is super I exciting. know. That is exciting to me. Um, I think what it is for the business, it means a lot for what he did, not just for in the ring, but what he did for all the boys in the back. It, it is right. a big deal, obviously. 
a lot of guys, like the guys you've interviewed, JTG yeah. and Elijah Burke, the Pope, they've they were at they were there during the time Undertaker was probably at his peak, in my opinion. Yeah. When yeah. he when they were there. And I think for them it's such a satisfying he can finally yeah. go into the hall, he can finally lay to rest that the the hat and the trench coat once and for all. And I think he can go at ease and ride into the sunset yeah. like he's meant to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know you have an, uh, an event coming up. I believe if I'm not mistaken, it's in Florida against Gangrel. Yes, actually. No, it was, uh, I was just going to point to it right here. If you can nice. come take a gander, it is going to be at USA pros 29th anniversary, Saturday, March 19th. Not only am I wrestling and girl on that show, but you'll also get to see Carlito versus Chris masters. Yep. You also get to see the USA Pro Heavyweight Champion James Storm in action against Fordell Walker. And the main event, which is going to be highlighted by the Jerry the King Lawler against Big Bad Booty Daddy, Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. One of my one of my dreams, actually. So I'm very excited to be on that show. Not gonna lie. That is a that is a huge accomplishment to say and to have on my own in Pope Electric here too. Yeah, Scott Steiner was uh, one of my inspirations, actually, in wrestling, believe it or not. He's one of the few people, for all the wrong reasons, actually. Uh, <laughs> that iconic mathematics promo, uh, about 66, 56, 30% chance, uh, yeah. that one sticks to mind. And actually, uh, my early career, when I used to weigh, when I was overweight, I was I used to weigh 245. Oh, wow. And my early ring gear was just going to grow pajamas. And sunglasses and also a scott steiner head chain male head chain nice so my nickname was the big papa swirls if you nice that's awesome so very fun so say that i'm gangrel right now right or gangrel's watching this for example um give you give a promo for hyping up the match against gangrel on the spot oh, you want you want you want jerry to some promo right now okay yep. hold on give me give me one second all righty sounds good Gotta get comfortable in this one. Hold on. <laughs> All right, give me put me on the spot right now. Like, All yeah. right. <laughs> so USA Pro's 29th anniversary show is coming up soon, and it's me and the one, the only Gangrel. Gangrel, who has helped and trained Edge and Christian in the Brood and the Hardy Boys in the New Brood, and then you're gonna be staring. Right across, 1v1, Jerry Swirls, the Golden Girls' favorite, the Golden God of Pro Wrestling. Gangrel, I love and appreciate what you've done for this business, what you've accomplished in this business. But this is my time. All right? Now, no matter how many times you be fanging and banging, you be going to the asylum, training your students, I'm the future. I'm the Golden Girls' favorite. I got the golden ass to prove it. And if you don't like it, an SMA to that. There you go. So, Gangrel, if you are watching this, come on the show and rebuttal. Oh, I hope he does. I hope he rebuttals because, uh, oh, I, uh, that's just the taste. I've got more. I've got more for Gangrel. Oh, okay. Me. No, actually, uh, fun fact, Gangrel was one of the first few people I met uh, when I wanted to get into the wrestling business. Um, okay. I remember him doing the early days of Atomic Wrestling uh, mm-hmm. back when it was Atomic Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, the one thing that it's just, he, he was, he was the only, actually, believe it or not, he was the only person 
going around and shaking people's hands and taking pictures with all the fans that were there for that attendance. So he's a very humble guy. He's a very sweet, he's a very great man. But when it comes down to me and him uh, crossing the ring, it's on. It is on. Don like Donkey Kong, right? (laughs) Uh, On like Betty White in the uh, alien movie. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And I know, uh, I remember when I I first saw Gangrel debut in WWE at the time, WWF, um, 98, I want to say, around that time. Um, I know uh, I was a big fan of Gangrel from the moment because I thought the gimmick was really cool. I love the blood baths that they gave. I, it was just yeah. such a cool gimmick. Really- I uh, I remember um, he teamed up with Luna for Sean, uh, mm-hmm. very a lot of eons ago, I believe, against Viscera and uh, I can't remember who else, but I remember that they're was the part where uh, Luna Vachon and I, I don't know if I haven't seen the dark side over it yet uh, for her story, but what Luna did for the business alone is a, uh, is a great thing. Really. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, she, I heard she was wild. I heard she was very, very wild. back yep. so, <laughs> I can believe it too. Uh, yeah, I know. I want to ask, I actually do want to ask, uh, I'm going to ask Ingram about that personally. I mean, off camera, of course, but we'll right. see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like you said, Luna Vashon has done so much for the industry, and she's technically in the WWE Hall of Fame as like that. Uh, that oh, and the legacy, uh, yes. yeah, yeah. But I think she deserves an actual induction into the Hall of Fame. The- my thing, my thing about the legacy is it's appreciated. It's mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, not everybody can go into the WWE Hall of Fame for circumstances. I felt Luna should have gone into the had her own class, in my yeah. opinion. I mean, I can't control that with the high powers in WWE uh, yeah. have, but I think with what she did and what she was doing for back in the day and pioneering her business, I mean, she was wrestling a lot longer than probably you and I combined. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's been around for for. <sighs> I, I just I remember her for what from uh, when she was with Goldust as the artist yeah. formerly known as Goldust. I watched some of the old videos on YouTube and the character yeah. work that was there was just her voice that would sound just like this and just trying to just you know kill him in front of it. One still funny story about uh, Luna Bashan. Um, someone told me this. Uh, I do WXW, uh, which mm-hmm. is the West Side Extreme Wrestling or. I believe I, I hope I'm saying that right. I really hope mm-hmm. Pops doesn't see this. Um, uh, off of the Wildest Moments promotion, uh, back when it was running up in Pennsylvania, uh, Luna was wrestling to two students. Mm-hmm. And from what I heard, from what I've heard, she beat the ever-loving shit out of those kids. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. It was funny. I don't know if the video footage is out there or not, but it was uh, it was quite a sight. I was watching it too. I watched the footage. It was uh, it was very hilarious. As from my standpoint, it was hilarious. Right, and that's awesome. Now, where did you get your training at to be a wrestler? Uh, I got my training at Professional Wrestling 2.0 uh, under the guidance of Alex Bug Porto. Um, okay. Originally, Eric Lockhart uh, from the Brothers Lockhart. Reality of wrestling and a lot of other guys that were in WWE, TNA, and uh, AEW would come in and out at the time. Um, Cedric Alexander, um, Ace Steel, who was the trainer. If you guys don't know who that is, that is actually the trainer of CM Punk. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Um, 
And now, currently, I train over at the Atomic Wrestling Catchworks Wrestling Academy, which I'm trained under by uh, Jason Dugan. I don't know if you've heard of him before or not, but Jason is, uh, yes, uh, I actually recommend you uh, interview him. He's got a great story. Uh, recently, he just had a Jacksonville newspaper write an article about him, about his L48. It was, uh, it was very inspiring. That's awesome. Um, and obviously, I have uh, Anthony Green coming at the school, which ironically is going to be one of my opponents for Extreme Honor. On March 20th, the day after USA Pro, after I'd beaten the ever-loving fan and begging crap out of Gangrel. <laughs> oh, double duty swirls in the house on that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Be very, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I have to agree. I mean, he's uh, he's one of the, he, he was a guy that I think in my opinion should have knocked on the police. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I see why. I don't see. I mean, I don't see why uh, they didn't release him. But you know, there were changes, obviously, coming uh, with the company and with what he brings and the knowledge that he brings is phenomenal. Like I've learned a lot from him. So the lock points with him in the ring. I mean, obviously, he's going to be a tag team match, so he's lucky it isn't just me and him. Right. So he's got Shark Boy in his corner. Well, I've got the future sports entertainment chicle actors, which this is actually a tryout for him. I have a group. In wrestling, we're called the Gas Squad, the Golden as Swirls Squad. That's awesome. We are as gold as the Golden Girls, and you can be as golden as Jerry Swirls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Chico wins this match, he will become an honorary member of the squad. So we'll see how that match turns out. Never know. You nice. Never and you know. can't go wrong with the Golden Girls, Betty White, uh, all of them. Yeah. Okay. Now, Betty White actually is an inspiration for me, just all around in my life, believe it or not. Just her, just the the kind of person she was. I mean, 99 years old. Mm-hmm. How many people can say that they live past 99, that have lived at 99 years old? Right. I mean, that's that's a pretty wild and imagined. And not that. only did she live to be 99, she also never really retired from acting. <laughs> No, she didn't. That's the crazy part. He's also I, that is true. Not many people know that as well. Uh, she is one of the few actresses to have not stop. Because I watched her in Hot, Cle- Hot in Cleveland. Obviously, I watched her in Hot Hot in Cleveland with Jay. Yep, uh, I love the way. Yeah, <laughs> Jay was it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, but no, uh, she actually is a role model to me. Actually, she, a bit of her character kind of plays off to me in wrestling business. Uh, or actually, who she was? Sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. Her. Her. Her as a person has played a role in my character, just based on her pure kindness and based on her pure. She never changed who she was. That's yeah. one of the big things that I respect and adore about her, and I think that's kind of played into the guy that I play as. I mean, there was a time when I did try to change who I was. Um, I don't mean to get off topic here, but I uh, I tried to. I kind of tried to take myself serious at one point in time, and it backfired horribly on me um don't change who you are and i don't mean to turn this into a motivational speaking but the person that you personify in that ring or behind the camera on camera wherever it is you know that is you that is what you do you need a character in wrestling to relate to the crowd you know obviously there's a lot of guys and girls that are new in this business and you know it's changed a lot it has yeah. changed a lot. I'm not speaking as a veteran. I'm, I mean, I'm speaking just as like what I've seen over the years. Like we've, 
obviously we you've grown up in the attitude era i've grown up in the ruthless suppression era and it's just we have the privilege of both having Shawn michaels and mm-hmm. triple h yeah. the undertaker um yeah. don't quote steve austin and all those eras and a lot of the new generation hasn't really gotten a chance i mean they have youtube and they have the network but yeah. to us it isn't the same as what it is not it's a Right. From watching it live to like watching it on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I remember like when I, I, nowadays it's like if I miss an episode or whatever, it's like, oh, okay, I didn't miss much. But back in like the Attitude Era, like I I was watching a recent episode of like Raw, like not like recent, like today's time, like an episode of Raw on the network. And it was like from, I think it was like from 2000 or 99 when, and like Kane was out or whatever, I was out of it for a while. Like he was like, you know, kayfabe injured um and uh and it was when uh tori and x-pac and all them were together and they were all like beaten down like i forget who they were beating down but they're beating somebody down that was aligned with kane and uh kane literally came out and cleared house and the, the it gave me chills because the fans were all on their seat like all standing not one was on their seat and there was not a phone in sight because back in like '99 there wasn't really oh, yeah. <laughs> the flashing like, cameras. Right. I and missed that sometimes. Was, I missed that. It was freaking great. It gave me chills. There was not any no like you couldn't tell like there was any like uh, sound effects of cheering fans because it was all authentic cheers. Like it, it yeah. was like oh my god. Like I stood up and I knew what was gonna happen because I've probably seen the episode a million times, but I stood up in excitement because it's like this is awesome. Back then, I couldn't go an episode uh, a day without missing. Like I couldn't go an episode without missing it. If I missed it, I would be very upset and I would be lost because it was like all right. really you get Funny. into. It. Funny story. Uh, believe it, it's funny you get excited for Kane. I used to be terrified of Kane actually as a kid. Uh, that it was the opposite for me when he yeah. had the mask off and uh, when he lit Jr. on fire. Yeah, like, that was scary. That was a very scary. That that that. That actually traumatized me as a child, believe it or not, <laughs> watching that. Uh, and then for him to grow up, I mean, <laughs> it kind of got, I wouldn't say it got worse. I mean, in the latter sense. But uh, when he was feeding with Matt Hardy over Lita and like that whole storyline that kind of like stretched out into the whole Till Death Do His Part match. Yeah. I mean, the match was great. The match was fine for what it was. But at that time, Kane was just staring the crap out of me. And then, like, even when. when- when he faced Shane McMahon, like he literally like electrocuted his balls. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I watched a video of that, and that and that freaked me out too. I don't know what it was about Unmasked Kane. I, I think, uh, I mean, I got the privilege to watch Unmasked Kane, yeah. uh, twice, twice as a matter of fact. One good, and you know, one that was kind of something that should have gone somewhere. Maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah, Kane was a Kane was a big part of my childhood. Um, I guess one of my childhood, I mean, for segment into childhood heroes, uh, one of my childhood heroes actually is uh, Billy Gunn. Nice. Billy Gunn's one of my guys that he uh, he helped inspire me uh, for the Jerry Shorts that you see today. Nice. Um, the OG adrenaline pack was one of my first activators I ever got. Like I bought into his music. I bought into the character. I just bought into everything that Billy Gunn was. And to know that he has offspring, to know that he has Austin and Colton, which I, I, I've trained with Austin once. Okay. Great guy. But now he's at AEW. I'm at ARW. 
Nice. Uh, good happen. Yeah. I would love that. I would love for that to happen. No, um, that's one of my heroes uh, in wrestling. Uh, who is yours? Who is your hero? Hmm. I've been a big Undertaker fan. I remember when I was really young, like when I was like, when I first started um, like getting into wrestling, I was a big Hulk Hogan fan. I had Hulk Hogan everything. Oh, yes. I had Hulk Hogan, like, you know, I had this big picture frame and I remember my mom, uh, we were having a yard sale the one time and my mom had the picture for sale and somebody was looking at it and they said, let me go to my car to get changed. And I noticed it and I noticed the picture was there and I quick took the picture and took it in the house and the lady said, where's the picture? I said, oh, it's sold. Oh. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't want her to, I didn't want her to, ta- I didn't want her to take my Damn. picture. What a heartbreak. I'd be upset if I was, a, I mean, I was a, I was a, I, I mean, I was a fan of, I, I got my experience to Hogan was when he got into the Hall of Fame. So, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was a cool experience. I mean, now I see why everybody bought into him. Mm-hmm. How he revolutionized the wrestling business. For yep. what it is today, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of macho man, that's just me, you know. Yeah, I have a yeah. absolutely. I love the high flying when I was a kid, so I was a big like Hardy Boys fan. Um, when because especially like in you know the mid to late 90s, it's funny because I'm watching all the Raws from the beginning, start to finish again. I'm in 95 now, and I just yeah. got uh, I, I think it was Waylon Mercy. And um, I'm like, okay, it was, it, and he was facing an enhancement talent. I'm like, that enhancement talent looks familiar. And then I'm like, oh, that's Jeff Hardy. Really short, blonde hair, you know? Well, yeah. You know, it was funny. He, uh, when he first, I, I, I've, I've heard stories that uh, he was 16 years old when he uh, first got into WWE. Nice. Like, he, had, he lied about his age to get oh. into being an enhancement talent. I thought that was, uh, that was very noble. For yeah. someone I love, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, maybe if I lined up my age and said that I was a lot older, maybe maybe I wouldn't have gotten the opportunities I've gotten today. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, would you go to either WWE or AEW if given the opportunity? I'm assuming, yeah, but oh, uh, uh, that's what, uh, believe it or not, I would be fine without both. I would actually want to go to Impact Wrestling more than anything. Yeah. Um, Impact Wrestling, just because they, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of characters, a lot of um, uh, a lot of choices to make. You know, there's a lot of different layers to it, in my opinion. Um, yeah. If I really had to pick one, um, I would I would say no. Uh, I won't say the wrong thing. I like I I would be happy with either. one. But mainly Impact Wrestling is where I would settle to be happy. Yeah. I would be very happy doing that because yes. my whole my whole motto in wrestling has always been to be an inspiration to others, mm-hmm. to tell people yeah. that you know you can if you really put your heart and mind to something, and that you want to be you know the best chef, you want to be the best yeah. plumber in the world. Okay, be the yeah. best fucking plumber or be the best fucking chef. You know, I don't know if I can curse on you or not. Sorry. Yeah, you can. You're right. Oh, wow. Uh, so suck my ass. Great. Awesome. I can finally <laughs> fucking I mean, hold that in for a while. I don't know if you were wanting that or not, but uh, no. Oh, you're good. No. Um, no, there was just a lot of a lot of stuff to choose. It's, it's really hard to narrow it down, really, because WWE, 
would I have all the choices? Would I have the chance? I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I can see myself as a company man, but I want to express the person that I am. Yeah. I'm not saying you no, know, but I don't know if you'd be the right fit for me. Right. I mean, I, AEW, maybe. I mean, I know there's a lot of, a lot of stuff, a lot of opportunities to get on different AEW shows like Rampage, Dark, Dark Elevation, Dynamite. Um, yeah. It would be, and obviously the option opportunity would end, but no, I mean, Impact Wrestling, there's just, there's so much history, so much mm-hmm. deep history with that company. Um, and also, like, it's close by to where I am. You know, it's obviously in Tennessee, they shoot Tennessee, in Tennessee, I live in Florida. And it would be, I think, a lot easier for me to yeah. work with that schedule and to be happy with what I would get on being on TV every day. So, getting different matches and stuff. I know, uh, actually, special shout out to Casey Lennox, Jay Vidal, and uh, a couple other people, local Florida people that have been getting their opportunities. So, shout nice. out to them. Great yeah. people, in my opinion. Um, yeah, just, that's what I would settle for less. I would. I would be happy with that. Absolutely. And before I get to the last question, just want to tell you something quick that I met MJF a couple weeks ago. Um, oh I met him, I met Lita, I met, uh, and if you look at my Facebook, you're on my Facebook, Lita's my profile picture with me. Yeah. Uh, I met Lita, MJF, um, Adam Cole, and uh, Deborah, and uh, was it somebody else? I met with somebody else. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember, but I know that MGF uh, wrote on a permanent marker on my cheek here, he wrote L for loser, and he oh, said, huh. And he goes, uh, he said, you're a loser just like CM Punk. So I end up, I end up screaming out. I go, CM Punk, CM Punk. <laughs> and everybody in line was chanting, CM Punk, CM nice. Everybody was chanting. He's like, shut up, shut up. No, he is That's the loser. Awesome. I beat him. He's going. <laughs> That's amazing. I think I've seen that picture, actually. Huh. Yeah. You might, that's, hilarious. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, and uh, there's a there's like a four year old kid, probably not even four years old. Um, and she was standing on the table, and he looks at her, and he goes for the picture. He goes, right? Oh to yeah, right I've seen that picture. Right, I've seen that picture. Yeah, yes. and then he, I know which yeah. one you're talking about. Yeah, and then wow. he, and then after the picture was taken, he goes to the kid. He goes, oh, get the hell out of my face! You're making me sick. <laughs> and the kids started crying. He's like, "Get the baby out of here! We don't have crybabies in our line." I remember that being a big deal on uh, on wrestling websites, and yeah. like that is just such a that is so amazing. Yeah. Honestly, I, I actually um when I'm, uh, I don't know if you know Major League Wrestling MLW. Yep. Um, yep. I was actually I I remember doing a ring crew uh for the early days of MLW when it when mm-hmm. it was starting to come back. Uh, I actually seen MJF in person. He's He's true to form with who he is, for sure. But he's a great guy. I, I can see the kindness and soul in him a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, no. And yeah, that's great. That's all. That's, the thing is... People I, compare me to him. I don't know. I, I don't see it at all. Right. It, like, people say that we... It, someone in the comments... I was, someone, I was working a match one time, and I remember someone in the comments said, he's the best... Jerry Spurs is the bastardized son of Cody Rhodes and MJF. Look at him. He's 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 got that chiseled face of MJF and the tights of Cody Rhodes. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. The other one I met was Jay Lethal. That's right. I knew there was another one in there. Jay Lethal. Yeah. Okay. 
I've seen Jay Lethal once. Yeah, he's he's a cool guy. He actually said to me, he goes, he, he I show Adam Cole asked me what the L was on my face. I said, Oh, MJF branded me as a loser. He goes, What a dick. And then, and then they started kind of doing like a little like promo fight or whatever because there were tables right next to each other, hyping up dynamite or whatever. And then uh I met Jay Lethal right after Adam Cole, and Jay Lethal goes, What's that on your face? I said, Oh, MJF branded me a loser. He's like, he looks at me and he starts laughing, like, and you let him? I said, I don't think I had a choice in the matter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, yeah, and um, like MJF, like if, I think it, I, I only got a picture. I think I don't usually get autographs. I usually just get pictures because I rather have pictures and post them because autographs I end up losing anyways. Um, right. So uh, I know with uh, I got the picture for MJF was like seventy five bucks, and I was, remember talking to my mom about it. And I'm like. And I said, and I told her what happened after it all happened. And I'm like, she's like, how much did you pay to get written on? I said, 75 bucks. She goes, I said, I said, I think he's the only person that can charge $75 to insult you. And it's worth every penny. Oh, that's yeah. I mean, in that moment, of course, for sure. That's, that's hilarious. In my opinion, I feel like Lethal should just wrote wrote L E his last name on there. Yeah. Honestly, to cover up the the, the giant L on your team, right? Exactly. That would just save everything, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but that's hilarious. When I met Lita, I have a really good friend. Now, my dad passed away last August from brain cancer. He's battling that for five years. And uh, my good, my one of my best friends, uh, DJ, his name is Darren Hewitt. He uh, lives in England and he's a big Lita fan. I told, I uh, got the picture with her and I asked her after, hey, can you do me a favor? She's like, yeah, what's up? I said, well, my dad passed away. He was battling brain cancer for five years. He passed away in August and my best friend from England has been there for me since day one. Um, and he's a big fan of yours. And uh, he was wondering if I could do a video chat and you could say hi to him. And she goes, absolutely. Not even hesitating. He's like, absolutely. Um, she goes, I'm going to take this next picture. You go over there and set it up. And then after I'm done this next picture, I'll come over and say hi for about a minute or two. I'm like, absolutely. So he said hi. And he's like shaking. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. He, that made his life. Like, literally made his life. And we never met in our lives yet. Like we've never met. We've known each other for over like a decade. And we've never even met. <laughs> yep. We met in we met in a wrestling group I was an admin on in on this website called funtrivia.com. And I, I created like a wrestling trivia group, whatever on thing. And uh he was he I guess joined the group at one point. We just became really good friends like from the moment. I was like 16 and he was like 13 at the time. We've been friends for like at least 15 years. That's crazy. I, I'm actually his uh I, I, I like I literally like saw him like get married or whatever, like on Skype and like watch his wife give birth and everything. It's been crazy. Oh wow. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> I see that, yeah. You know, I've uh, that's funny you say that. Uh my mom actually passed away in September of twenty twenty. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, she I remember it was two days before I had to do a show. Um yeah. and I I had a it, it was a tough little swallow during that time but uh i did the show and like from there my mom has ever since been a piece of me and nice. i imagine like every time before i go out that curtain yeah. i always grab this i always grab this and pray nice. just because i know my mom whatever it is whatever spots i whatever spots i call whatever spots whatever happens in that match i just know she's looking down on me that's awesome yeah so, 
Absolutely, absolutely. So, the, and the last question I do got for you, I didn't really ask many questions, more of just talking, which is awesome. Well, because I, I mean, know- I, that's what I do. I, I'm more of an open book. I like, I, I ask me any questions, but like, I like to talk. I like yeah. to talk in interviews. So, absolutely. Please. I mean, we learned a lot about you, about you know your wrestling background, about you know getting grilled. The one thing I did really want to ask you was the promo, like have you do the promo against Gangrel which is uh, amazing. I'm glad that you did that. Um, and uh, I just, the last one is more of, is open. Like, do you have any appearances, events, gigs, matches, anything at all that you would like to promote to the listening and viewing audience, as well as Absolutely. any social medias and websites? Absolutely. Um, so for upcoming shows I have, I'm going to try and win this as best I can. This Sunday, I will be at the Melbourne, I will be in Melbourne, Florida, at the Rubik's Cafe, for ARW's Breaking the Habit. We will have Austin Aries doing commentary on that show that night. I will be facing off against El Ridiculosio. I know. I thought the name, too, for a second. El Ridiculous. Very ridiculous. Uh, but the but the, but the gas squad will be in full that night. Uh, and it is the Extreme Rules match, so anything can happen. Um, on March the 12th, I will be at WXW's March to Victory. As a tag team match. My tag team partner over there, Frankie Burbank. We are the Golden Squirrels with the jazziest hands. Uh, we will be in tag team action on that night. On March 19th is USA Pro's 29th anniversary show. There will be big names on that night. The Pump Elijah Burke, Jerry the King Lawler, Big Pop Pump, Scott Steiner, and of course, Danny Grell, my opponent for that night. And on March 20th, it will be ARW's five-year anniversary for Chapter 6, Extreme Honor, where we will have the American Wolf, Davey Richards, Outcast, Shannon Moore, uh, Vincent from, Ring, from Honor No More and Ring of Honor, Glory, and stuff like that. We have 90 Day Star, Paola Blaze, going to be on that show. She is our women's champion. We have Sharkboy and Anthony Green. I will be in a Tag team match on that night as well with the future sports entertainment Chico Adams against Shark Boy and the alternative Anthony Green on that night. Also, I believe if you want to follow me on any social media platform, I have my Facebook at Jerry Swirls. Also have some fan pages, Jerry Swirls and Jerry Coles, the first persona, which I wish I could have discussed with you at that time, but we'll get to that at another maybe another time, hopefully. Um I also have on Twitter, Jerry underscore Swirls 69. Instagram, Jerry, uh, Jerry underscore Swirls 98. I also have a YouTube channel called Jerry Swirls World. I upload matches, promos, random videos, vlogs. Uh, if you want to go check out that content, amazing. I also have a TikTok uh, in case you like that kind of stuff. I have Jerry underscore Swirls 6998. Uh, I also have something up, a uh, bit very big coming up soon. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but I have a cardboard cutout of Pamela Anderson, who is my queen, nonetheless. Um, There is, I don't know if you've seen a recent uh, show called uh, Pam and Tommy and Pam, uh, or Pam and Tommy. You haven't, or you have? I haven't. You haven't? Oh, well, you'll be in a treat for uh, something in the works. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I just got to get it set up soon, but... uh, I will be on. Tw- I, I I just gotta say I got a bit of a twitch going on right now, so we'll see how that works out. And also Snapchat uh, at TDD underscore nineteen ninety eight. Uh, if you want to book me for any bookings, gatherings, 
uh, autograph signings, all that hoo ha and nonsense uh, at tdylan2 at gmail.com. Uh, I am trying to come up with some other stuff right now. I have so much I probably plug, and you might need to write this down for me. But if you haven't subscribed and you haven't enjoyed this interview with Slasher Scotty interviewing yours truly, the Golden Illustrator, the Golden God of Pro Wrestling, Darius Twirls, then all I can say for you is I've got three words for you. Please tune in and suck my ass. There you go. Nice. Thank you so much, Jerry. And I have to ask, have you subscribed? I have subscribed. Have you subscribed? I may have. I don't know. If I didn't, I will. I mean, that might be a problem if you haven't subscribed to your channel. I have. I'll be honest about that. (laughs) Uh, Also, upcoming, uh, I do want to plug this if it's not too late. Uh, There will be an upcoming match soon. Uh, It is actually the in-ring tag team debut of me and Pam going up against Roxy Rouge and the one, the only Chrissy Vane of WWE fame and Connor's what? Uh, Connor of the Ascension's what? So that match will be uploaded very soon. That was, was a while back. It was loads of fun and it will be coming up uh, sometime later on this week. So keep your eyes peeled. Absolutely. And uh, we are filming this. I have to say this at the end. Now. I won't upload it till tomorrow because I'm going to bed because I got work at 430. But we are uploading this on a date. That is a once every hundred years, so to speak. It's two, two, twenty, two, two. <laughs> yes. This today is two, 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 zero, two, two. There you go. That was a lot of twos. I, I probably just two, two myself. I don't know. The next time you'll I see a date like this is one hundred years later in the year thirty, thirty three, which is really weird Ooh. saying thirty, thirty three. God, I don't even know if we'll be around by that time, but if people want to watch that in 30-0-30-33, if the dates <laughs> are allowed and the calendar happens, please watch it. I will probably be long gone then, but I can promise you that hope – I can't promise you, but I'm hoping Slasher Scotty will still be around that you can see this. So 100 years in the future, you can see this interview. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our brains are going to be uh, robots by that point. So hopefully we'll be able to reanimate everything. We're already <laughs> talking about microchipping brains and and uh, maintaining memories and all that stuff. So I can pretty much imagine we're going to be androids but in 100 uh, years. Our time's growing, but the world seems to be going in reverse. I don't know how, but you know what? It's the 90s. It's the 70s again, or the 80s. Whatever preference. I don't know. Absolutely. Well, I thank you so much, Jerry, for joining me tonight. A pleasure, Scotty. Thank you. You have a great rest of your night. And you as well. Get some rest. Thank you. you. I definitely will. I need it. (laughs) Have a good (laughs) one. Bye. Good Good night.